Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn and Cauldron podcast. podcast. Yeah. So uh, back at it again. This is a 102 episode. Yep. Mabon. So we're going to get into uh, a deeper dive into Mabon. Uh, if you did not catch it, last year we released Mabon 101, which is like a right. more general overarching sort of a thing. Uh, let's see. It's been a while since I've done this. I'm trying to remember all the stuff I'm supposed to do. Uh, I guess uh, introductions. I'm John Norgrove. This is Julie Norgrove. Um, this is the podcast that we do or whatever. And um, yeah, if you're listening to this on your podcast network of choice, leave us a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like this video, comment below, share, subscribe, ring the bell or whatever we're supposed to say nowadays. And um, hit us up on social media or the website or whatever if you uh, if you have any questions. Yeah. But let's just uh, get right into Mabon 102 because I'm spinning my wheels and I don't remember what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I will take it away then. So uh, Mabon typically takes place on the autumnal equinox, which is uh, this year on the 21st of uh, September. So we're just getting this in uh, on the wire here. Just, and <laughs> just under the radar. It's okay. Uh, that's in the Northern Hemisphere. It actually takes place uh, in the spring on the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, and the equinox is the day that day and night are equal. So um, hence yeah. Equinox. It's an equal, equal night. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Two noxes, exactly the same size, these yeah. noxes. So from here, so from the equinox out, um, basically there is more nighttime than daytime uh, all the way until we get to the spring equinox. So, you know, it's basically like summer is over and the winter is Winter is coming. Um, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. This is actually the second of three harvest festivals. The first harvest festival was uh, Lunasa, which we just did that episode um, pretty recently. And um, Mebon is a newer festival. This yeah. was this was it's actually the, it's the middle child of the uh, of the it really autumnal is. festivals. Yeah, it really yeah, harvest is. Festivals. Uh, and it's kind of like. You know, it, it's there. It is definitely treated like the middle child. The more it is, it is. the more I think about that, the more Cause, true because like because like you're you're the first festival sort of like it's like first harvest. Let's all do like you know fresh fruit and such like I know just like dog hairs ferociously <laughs> everywhere in my beard. It's like it's okay. It's okay. I was yeah. gonna try not to do it, but I had to. I yeah, had no, to move it. they're in it. there. They're in there forever. I don't like it either, to be perfectly fair. But the dogs, um, it's it's also the time that the dogs shed. Yeah, and wow. we have a husky and a German shepherd, and I mean they just they they're just messy dogs who want to play. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean like the the first harvest festival is kind of like a big deal, right? Yeah, and then obvious obviously like the uh, the uh, the third one is the, the third biggest one is, deal. is like yeah, yeah that's like the that's like the rager you yeah know, it rages so hard like non-practitioners celebrate it yeah <laughs> yeah know? basically so so this one's sort of like a more like solemn you know it's it's like a chiller event as it were i mean honestly like relative uh like, like to make it all kind of relative to the like traditional american winter holidays of uh halloween thanksgiving and christmas you know, this is the perfect example of Thanksgiving. It's like, Absolutely. it's like, it's fun and we get like turkey and stuff, but also you're going to go to your family's house and sometimes also nightmare or whatever, you know? <laughs> so like, yeah, it's like. Especially like it's, when you cut out the like shopping side of Thanksgiving. Well, you know? yeah, now Thanksgiving has like Black Friday and Cyber Monday and a week yeah. of Black Friday deals and all this, which is just evil in its own. But that's not what this podcast yeah. is about. Yeah. So we yeah. don't need to address that. Yeah, we don't. But, do that. um. Yeah. Yeah, that's 
honestly, the worst part of Thanksgiving is Black Friday and all of that shopping shenanigans. Yeah. Right? Like, can't we just have sweet turkey sandwiches and pies and shit leftovers for like a week? Isn't that celebration enough? Y- yeah. I mean, do that's I need pretty to, awesome. Do I need to buy a new thing? No. No, I do not. <laughs> will right? we? Probably. Oh, yeah. Of course we will. Come yeah. On. A deal. It's a good deal. Um, <laughs> I always need new technology. But uh, no, yeah. I mean, like, especially when you think about the, the alignment with Mabon being like a, like a harvest festival of like giving things. Yeah. Right. So this really is the like Thanksgiving of harvest festivals. <laughs> it is. Um, it, it, it is. So Mabon is a newer festival. It was created by Aidan Kelly, who was an American Wiccan, very prominent um, in the 1970s. And it's named after a Welsh mythological figure, Mabon ap Modron. And um, the interesting thing about it is, is the, Welsh mythological figure that it's named after really it's kind of a kind of a reach kind of a stretch to have him tied to this particular holiday yeah um it would be far more um accurate in terms of like world um like religious spiritual mythos to have it be someone like Persephone or even Demeter sure, sure, or Inanna sure. yeah, yeah. Um, because of the the themes of Mebon. You know, we're, we're, we're in yeah. that like Thanksgiving thing. Another thing that's interesting to note is um, Mebon um, is very new. It's part of that like wheels of the year thing that like the that like happened with the neo-paganism movement that happened in the 70s. We've talked about this in most of our Sabbath episodes, yeah. um, but we don't really have any like we have no historical basis for ancient peoples celebrating quote unquote Mabon. Sure. Uh, because yeah. it is a newer festival. And a lot of the stuff that was created in the neo-paganism movement that we've talked about, um, you know, with like early, early Wicca, especially in the in the um in the in the 20th century is like they're just sort of like going like well this is an ancient practice but they don't actually have any like receipts to back that up so this is one yeah. of those things well, so when you, when you think about writing the calendar right like you would something would have fallen into this like time slot for a lack of better words right and when you think of like the first harvest festival and then the last harvest festival yeah. Right. And like their symbolism, then the, the thing that falls in the fit in the middle would be that sort of middle style yeah. harvest festival, which w- it would make sense for it to sort of align with the like themes of this yeah. festival. And again, it's that thing where it's like. Maybe it wasn't anciently practiced in the way that we practiced it, maybe it uh, portions of its practice were essentially like extracted from like other ancient cultures that celebrated similar shit around yeah. the same time, right? Because like, I mean, like maybe Mabon wasn't celebrated, but the autumnal equinox obviously would Yes, the autumnal equinox, as well as just like fall harvest time, or even just harvest time, sure, who totally. have been celebrated for thousands of years. Yeah. And particularly the equinox or the like full moon or new moon surrounding that is like a big time for cultures for cultures all around the world to yeah. celebrate like this this Thanksgiving kind of like closing of the of the harvest season and winter is coming and summer is gone, that sort yeah. of thing. Um it's really like a time throughout cultures of sharing and giving thanks and transition 
preparing for the winter, time for reflection, uh, feasting and drinking. But you also see some of the other things that we see in the other two harvest festivals adjacent to it, which is, um, you know, like rituals and athletic contests. We also see matchmaking and trading. There's some visiting of holy wells feasting, um, honoring the dead and your ancestors are also definitely like a part of this, um, depending on what, like what kind of festival you're looking at and how you really want to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but bonfires are generally not very common for Mibon. Um, and I think that, uh, at least as a Californian, I can appreciate it yeah. because as all a, the grass right is now, really dry. Yeah, as of right now, Californian, it's like because the grass is dry. I mean, like we just had a storm roll through here. So, so right now our wet, grass is like but... damp, but... <laughs> But yeah. it's it's brown like straw. Yeah, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Well, and you know, I think that I, I think that it's one of those things where Mabon like really falls into that more balancing the calendar decision than yeah. the like one hundred percent. this was sort of like did. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, we have like three harvest festivals, uh, three late summer, early fall, you know, like summer fall festivals. And then we have three spring festivals. Yeah. I mean, Uh, so, you know, three of each festival, which is why there's 12. Right. There's three for each season. There's only eight. Not 12. No. No. There's only eight. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Three for each of the three seasons that matter. Winter doesn't count. Winter. Right. Yeah, because there's there's a there's a festival in what uh, January? No, there's Yule. Oh, you so there's Yule and then oh, it's February Yule and or... Midsummer are the two that don't match up with the with, with don't align with the yeah. other seasonal shenanigans. Yeah, so there's three spring and three fall and um, with know. one of each, one winter and one summer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, yeah. So it's definitely not a balanced calendar, but you know, it, it like I guess it works. It makes sense, yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> so it makes as much I sense mean, as anything else. The, Why not? I don't the, need a reason to celebrate. <laughs> so the interesting thing about Mabon is it's really sort of like different with the way that different people want to celebrate it. It's right around the time that the Eleusinian mysteries are happening. Um, we talk a lot about that in the Persephone and a little bit in the Aphrodite and the Greek gods episodes that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so so there's a lot of that, like, underworld thing. Um, one of our really good friends uh, who is also a YouTuber, she has decided that she's not going to call it fall anymore because in our neck of the woods, at least, it's still, like, warm. I mean, we just had a storm come through, but it's not that cold here. Um, you know, we're still like wearing like tank tops and shorts. We are not busting out sweaters and scarves and and Ugg boots. It's too warm for that. You'll die. So she started calling this underworld season because really we're sort of preparing to enter the underworld. And I am a hundred percent here from that. Um, so Halloween stuff's in all the stores. It's fantastic. Oh my God. I'm so excited. All the, although, although I have seen some, I've seen some shenanigans about places Starting to put um, Christmas stuff, Christmas up. stuff yeah. up, and that that shit's too early. It's not allowed. You Let can't have my Halloween. You can't stuff. put Christmas stuff up until the day after Halloween, November first. Put up Christmas stuff. I love, I love Yule. I love all the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Normally, we have like four living Christmas trees in the house for like most <laughs> of the season. Yeah. Um, because I love buying the like living Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, man, like too early. Yeah. For um for Christmas stuff. But just right up it's just the right time for Halloween stuff. Give me yeah. like skeletons and, and ghouls and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Give me horror movies. I'm looking at you. 
streaming services that all have like a ton of stuff scheduled for October. Ooh, yeah. What's up? It's a very, you know? it's going to be a I'm very, very exciting. exciting. I'm very hyped for October. I watched horror movies all weekend and it was uh, an amazing choice. So, um, Mavon has really kind of changed since the initial like thing was brought about in the seventies. And I think that, um, the thing that strikes me most about it is it's kind of like cliche to say it, but it's kind of like the pagan Thanksgiving. So like Thanksgiving as a holiday is not an American thing. Um, there's cultures all over the world that celebrate a sort of a Thanksgiving, a sort of a thanks for the harvest. Thanks to the earth for giving us these fruits and vegetables and this bounty. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, so yeah. um, that's really what I want to talk about yeah, today. Our, our Thanksgiving, like, as Americans, obviously, different thing. Yeah. A lot of misinformation. Yeah. School was weird. Whatever. Well, and it right? wasn't just school, right? But, um, you know, the harvest is, uh, like, at this the Charlie point. Charlie Brown cartoon up in there, <laughs> right? It's not a holiday if it doesn't have a Charlie Brown cartoon. Aren't those the rules? That's fair. Right. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> at least where we live. Because yeah. this oh, is like the, it's one of we things. live like right where the guy who made. Yeah. Schultz. Peanuts um, like live yeah. around here. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's one of them. Like uh, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're not like obviously from around us, um, like are the peanuts a thing for you? You know, like uh, like Charlie Brown and Snoopy and, and we have like statues of them. Like, Huge art like statues all, all over, over town. Yeah, it's, all over yeah. the county. I'm actually not a big fan of Peanuts. Like, I like their cartoons, like the seasonal cartoons, but I'm not a big fan otherwise. Of the show and whatnot? No. Oh, no I, I was like never, Peanuts, man. I was never yeah, super into fun. it. Uh, I was never super into yeah, it's su- it's super I, Although fun. I do love the, well, that all the football away is just an that all the parents monster. like talking. Wah, 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 yeah. wah, I still wah, hear that's... adults like that. If you're an adult and you're talking, I don't know. I'm not here for that. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make well, sense. and I remember when the um, it was like an existential dread sort of movement came out where they were like read peanuts, but not the last panel, and it's yeah, just peanuts, like, not the last panel. Really dark, you fucked up comic man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've got like the Snoopy ice skating rink and like the Charles Schultz Museum, Museum and, all, and that, stuff. all that stuff. Yeah. Here. So I guess for us, it's like the obvious thing to think about. Like for yeah. me, that's like the like like. The classic holiday shows always include the like peanut shows. They do, right? they do, yeah. I mean, like it's it's the like, what are your holiday movies? What's your holiday cartoon? Yeah. You know, does Saturday Night Live have a have a DVD release of like a bunch of random <laughs> sketches over the course of twenty years for that holiday? The answer is yes. Yule, I'm looking at you. Still, it's hilarious. Um, bag of glass is maybe the best one. <laughs> putting it out there um but like yeah no that's always that's always an interesting way to think about it is like or to look at that kind of stuff from my perspective is is very like oh like well to me it's peanuts do you guys have peanuts and if you don't have peanuts uh or like charlie brown or you like only cursorily know what that is or what i'm talking about at all like what's your equivalent you know i mean like theoretically everybody's got sesame street right but like sesame street way bigger in some places 
You know, I don't know. Sesame is there Street some other shit? Are people huge watching? I don't know, whatever kid, Babar like, or some shit. I don't know. But like, I that was a different time than now, and I don't know that that sort of thing is still as it's still like a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And if you I have mean, Sesame like, Street's still a thing. Like it yeah. still exists. They still do shows. But yeah. I don't know that it's as big of a thing as it was. But I came from as like the Mister Rogers yeah. neighborhood generation. Yeah, sure, totally. So totally. you know, there's well, that. I mean, you know, SNL's probably still a thing, but like. Who is it as big? SNL? Yeah, who's, who's watching SNL? I haven't watched SNL since so like long. the nineties. In so long, yeah, in so long, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop back to this Thanksgiving <laughs> thing. Um. <laughs> Just here, distracting conversation. Don't worry. Yeah. So, um, you had mentioned like Thanksgiving being in November, but the original Thanksgiving in America um, was actually celebrated on a state by state basis for the days. And some states celebrated as early as October 3rd. Oh, wow. Which is only just like a little bit after the autumnal equinox. It yeah. wasn't until Lincoln was president that Thanksgiving was decided upon was like being standard on. in November. Yeah. And then. Um, it's kind of like a dumb rule, right? It's like the. Is it like a day it or it's like, be, the, it's like the third the Thursday last, of the 14th Tuesday? It used of, to be the last Thursday yeah. of November. That's yeah. what Lincoln basically did. And some states were really upset about this. They were like, you can't change our Thanksgiving day. Sure. Yeah. So we're going to have two Thanksgivings. Yeah. And then eventually, like all that stuff sort of like fell away. Uh, and listen, if you're it, from a state I that could have had two Thanksgivings, was, fight to get that shit back, guys. I believe two it was, meals, uh, a good plan. was FDR and he made it so Thanksgiving was the third Thursday because then it uh, because he wanted it to help people like businesses get out of the Great Depression. So they moved the date up by like essentially a week because mm. it gave businesses more chance to make money. Sure. Um, yeah, I in mean, between. So um, we talk a little bit. We don't talk about that specifically, but we talk about Thanksgiving um, a little bit and uh, hidden heathen heathenry and modern holidays. Oh, my God. Blah. Hidden heathenry in modern holidays. You got this? You could be you could be okay through that one? Hidden heathenry in modern holidays? Yeah, it's, there's something about it. It just got me. It's that because sweet, sweet alliteration. It is. Mm -hmm. Um there's only two in there. There's three. Oh, I guess sorry. there's three. Yeah. yeah. Um, either way. So we talk about that. Uh in Thanksgiving. Right now, holidays. Let's put an H in front of that. <laughs> no. The H in front of right now is silent. Shh. Don't no, worry. No, no, no. So we talk <laughs> about Thanksgiving and some other holidays in um, that episode, and particularly how capitalism has changed some of those. It's a fun episode yeah. um, to listen to. So um, I, I think that in, in going through this, I found that like a lot of places do their Harvest Festival like significantly earlier than Thanksgiving is because by, like American Thanksgiving. Yeah, because sure, like yeah. you you have to think about like when the crops are there, yeah. and by the time Thanksgiving rolls around in America in like late November, like I mean you can't just go out to your yard and pick like some tomatoes; those are already gone. Yeah. Um, you know, and and Thanksgiving in most well, cultures I imagine, I mean, sort of coincides at a time where the harvest is in full swing. Yeah. Just starting or just ending. Okay. And my bone kind of hits us in this weird place. But I think that it's still a really great time to think about as a pagan doing Thanksgiving. Um, and you can do that in like a bunch of different ways. But 
like I think that um, including some things that are pretty like common for harvest festivals around the world would be great. So like decorating with the bounties of the harvest. So decorating with vegetables and fruits and grain so and squashes. Cornucopias, just all like the a, cornucopias. All the cornucopias. of cornucopias. Yeah. If you will. And all the, <laughs> all the full leaves. All the leaves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stuff in a cornucopia full of leaves. Just like, I'm so thankful for all of this fucking sweeping and rake it I gotta do. <laughs> and if you're not a cornucopia person, you can do wreaths. Um, in ancient Greece, a wreath made from the, either the first or the last grains, depending on where you were, um, of the harvest was considered a magical amulet and was hung on the door until next year's harvest. Yeah. And I don't want to say that wreaths came about because of harvest festivals, but like, did you ever? It's super did you ever like do that. those? Did you ever do those um, turkey hand wreaths? No, no, no. I was going to say those <laughs> yes. those leaf plastic bags that look like pumpkins. Did you ever did you ever do those? No. Okay, so we used to get these when I was a kid. It was it was like a you know like a trash bag for like picking up leaves and <gasps> oh. shit. And when you like rake up the yard and you put them in these like orange and green trash and bags, and they look like they were orange with like a green yeah. top, and they had like a little pumpkin face on them, like a black uh, like we Jack never really had trees with. And then leaves. you would just like tie it off. So that way it's got the little green thing. I and mean, then you just set that shit out in your yard. Yeah, no, we didn't you know? really have trees with yeah. leaves. Um, I grew up in I grew up in the city. We didn't really have that there. She <laughs> <laughs> didn't really have trees or whatever. I, that's actually pretty accurate. We didn't really have trees. Uh, <laughs> where I live. Um, but wreaths are a great way to decorate. Yeah. Um, you can also make food from the recently harvested items for a large feast. Particularly, we're looking at grains here. So like pancakes, bread, pies, etc. All yeah. that stuff is very traditional and really just like hits all that harvest festival checkbox from like totally around the world, as well as some sort of group activity uh, besides eating. Um, <laughs> some sort of like cultural game or a contest, singing, dancing, parades, yeah. all of those are very common throughout that whole Thanksgiving like side of things. Um, so- Talk about Mario Kart tournament. I mean, it's got yeah. cultural significance. It's a contest. Yeah, it is. Um, it is like a bit of a get, of a, get, of get all your friends podcast. together. Have a have a feast. We're doing a Mario Kart tournament. Yeah, perfect, perfect Mawbone celebration. I see nothing wrong with <laughs> right. That. Yeah, yeah, nothing at all. Nothing wrong <laughs> with that. That's that's a hundred percent there. That'd be dope. That's uh, like a special D and D. Like a like a one shot D and D campaign. Yeah, that you know? would be a great like, way to do it Pre-write up a bunch of like partial characters, you know, so you don't have to do like the whole D and D. Have shenan. it be like a little bit of a potluck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody totally. brings it's like a, a thing. It's like a mystery, one of those murder mystery dinners, but way funner because it's Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, I don't know what way funner. We've murder mystery dinners don't have dragons dinners. or dungeons, so yeah, they're subpar. I mean, the I'm last just... murder mystery dinner we went to had like seances it was close but was neither close. A, a seance is neither a, a dragon nor is it a dungeon that's fair that's yeah fair. so i'm just uh, saying <laughs> D &D. so wins. i think that taking uh, i think as a as like a modern pagan taking my bone and making what you want of it is i think more important than trying to figure out what everybody else is doing and i think that really focusing on that giving thanks side of thing is good because so many of these holidays are about honoring something but we don't really have one of these holidays that's about giving thanks about being thankful, you know, especially as, especially modern times, like we don't really have that. Yeah. And even Thanksgiving is kind of like a tough thing for that because many people in the pagan and witchy space 
um, don't really have the ability to really be out with their family or to be comfortable in those kind of family situations. Oh, sure, sure. So, you know, if you are one of those people, you can really turn Mebone into like your pagan Thanksgiving. Whether or not you have other pagans around you to celebrate, you can always invite over friends yeah. and have like a fun dinner party. And then you're kind of doing your own Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, or you you can not do that at all. That's that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Is I think this holiday because it is lone, so new. Lone wolf. You can do party. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Lone wolf party. Lone wolf An party. underworld party. Yeah. You can um, use it as your time to decorate as for an Halloween. Individual person, you can make a whole twenty pound turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing and uh, and cranberry sauce and eat that whole last thing. As a person yeah. who almost always wants to do that, I love Thanksgiving dinner. Um, not actually because of Thanksgiving dinner. That's an okay event. It's 99% for sweet, sweet leftover sandos. Leftover sando, so good that dad and I used to buy like mini turkeys. I know. You know, because they would yeah. like go on sale after Thanksgiving or whatever. You buy a bunch of them, put them in your chest freezer, and then you can just roast them off later in the year. You would just, we would just roast them off and have like dinner like once with them. Just be like, whoa, whatever. And then yeah. immediately just... Like slice it all, slice all that meat up into uh, into sandos. Also, if you've never done a turducken, um, it's an experience. You should do it. It's delicious. <laughs> no, no. But do it right. Like every every layer has got to have a different kind of stuffing in it. Right. You want to make sure you've got it like nice, like wrapped up good. Maybe throw a little bacon in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you did it during like the Mabone time frame, you're really Perfect. looking at like a place where it's not super stressful. So I think that the problem with like uh, Americanized, particularly Thanksgiving, is that it gets really stressful. Well, Thanksgiving has a lot of hype, dude. You gotta and get it's out got and a lot China. of hype, and you gotta do all these things. And, you, and, yeah. and like most people go to multiple Thanksgivings. That one year we did like four Thanksgivings. Yeah. In Too many one Thanksgivings day. sometimes, guys. Yeah. I mean, they were delicious. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they it were delicious. Fun. We uh, had a great time, but it was a lot it's of exhausting. Work. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very it's, exhausting. It's exhausting. So uh, my bone can be kind of whatever it is that you want it to be. And mm -hmm. the way that we celebrate it may be a little bit different than everybody else. But um, we have a bunch of different ways to celebrate my bone as well. Like we've been doing with the rest of these yep. 102 episodes. Um, that so way, lists. all these lists, more lists. So um, <laughs> here are. Uh, some ways that you can celebrate Mabon. Yeah. You can start by refreshing your sacred space. We try to do this with every one of the Sabbaths. We try to refresh our sacred space, give it a little clean, uh, dust it, change some stuff rearrange up. Rearrange it. Rearrange it, it. Add stuff. Take stuff out. Take of, some stuff out. Um, out of storage. Yeah. Like at Christmas time, we take a bunch of the stuff that we have on our space during like um, um, the Halloween season. And we turn it into, like, we put that stuff away and we pull out all the Christmas stuff. And not only do we change our altar space, but we also change sort of like the surrounding uh, decorative accoutrement. With yeah. the singular exception that every single holiday, some decorations are left behind. And yeah. we just drag the house slowly into holiday chaos. Which, yeah. uh, frankly... We is, still have spring flowers is, up is and everything. The, it's great. Uh, you know, creepy in the Redwoods witchy uh, cabin that we wanted. So, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely living our best still, life there. like, uh, Chinese New Year lanterns up. From, like, 
three years ago. From like three years ago. <laughs> um, because they're gorgeous and why not, right? Like, oh my God, they're so we beautiful. We have Christmas ornaments up that we, were gifted to us. Yeah, we have special Christmas ornaments. We have some spring Harvest flowers, Festival stuff. Harvest Festival flowers. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got a bunch of things. We've got we got cobweb curtains, like decorative cobweb heading header curtains. We put those up the first year for all Halloween that we moved into this so house. Cool. And we've never it's taken so them It's so cool. We were just, in fact, we're when they get down. old and like we need to like replace it because it's like gotten caught on stuff where we've like, or like a plant grow through it. Um, like <laughs> a one in the bathroom. <laughs> um, like we just like replace them. Like middle of the year, we're buying, we're the people on Amazon buying Halloween, Halloween curtains in the middle of the year in to like, like replace April. our curtains. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we got like a bunch of brooms. We got a lot of brooms. Um, Brooms and skulls. Mini brooms yeah. and mini skulls. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so not only refreshing your sacred space, but maybe also refreshing just your space in general. Yeah. But I find that refreshing our my sacred space, like with the Sabbaths, really helps me kind of like um, appreciate what it is that I do um, yeah. from a magical standpoint. It allows for like some quiet introspection. It helps to give a little bit of inspiration if you're starting to feel a bit stagnant. A refreshing your sacred space is a great way to go. Yeah. Um, Unless you introduce like stuff that's seasonal into your space. You know, like if you get like a nice woven cornucopia, right? You can put that on in your alt space like the whole time or all year or whatever, right? But uh, like theoretically, like now, like now would be the perfect time to bring that out and set it up, rearrange your space, sort of align it to the like tone of the season. So that way, when you are practicing, however you're practicing in your space, that practice is a little bit like, um, like uh, emboldened with the energy of the season, yeah. you know? And even if it's as little as like changing your count, your candles from like summertime you know, like yellows and bright color candles to some like, you know, more rustic colored, you know, more yeah. like natural, like oranges and deep reds, and, reds and, and like browns, browns and, blacks. and yeah. black sort of candles. Yeah. So, and I mean, we do that like every season, you know, yeah, like rotate through all of our stuff. I mean, primarily because we have too much stuff to put on our altars all at once. Yeah. But also sometimes we're like, Ooh, what about this shiny yeah. or something just doesn't feel right on there at yeah. the moment so yeah. we just sort of like put it in a box yeah you're just changing your vibe you know just yeah. like exactly moving with the seasons yeah yeah we've already talked about this but of course you can invite friends and family over for a meal um you can make a feast whether that's with other people or just by yourself because yeah. doing stuff by yourself there's nothing wrong with that either yeah. it's awesome. um and especially doing a feast um or a meal with food that you've harvested yourself uh adds like definitely a little bit of additional vibes yeah, yeah. to that whole like thanksgiving sort of thing you can also plan a ritual whether you're planning your mabon ritual um, which don't forget, it does not have to happen on the autumnal equinox. Yeah, think of it like a season. You can if you're do busy, it. Do it whatever. Do it another time. It's yeah, fine. Right. Or stretch it out. Um, but you can also plan future rituals too. So it's not like you have to do it. So if you're like kind of whatever about my bone, but you're like really wanting to do something big for like Samhain or for Yule, yeah. there's no reason why you can't plan Just that start, now. Start. Yeah, celebrate my bone by like getting Samhain set up. Yeah. You know, exactly. Um, you can also visit a pick your own orchard or a farm, especially if you're wanting to get some food to harvest pick your yourself. own farm right off the vine. Yeah. Whole farms, whole farms, whole farms right off the vine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a pumpkin patch. 
if you're in an area that does those, I think those are just starting to get set up yeah. and like fired up. So maybe it's a good time to get or corn maze too. A lot of corn times maze. those are like together. Yep. 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 Yeah. You can also um, collect fallen leaves. We're starting to get some pretty cool ones around here. Yep. We have a a giant maple tree, and it makes giant just leaves. Big, dumb like, leaves. Worthy, like everywhere. they are the size of a dinner plate. They yeah. are worthy of like of land before time. Tree yeah, stars. those like, like tree star leaves. Yeah, yeah they're, they're definitely they're tree star huge. leaves. They're huge. Yeah, um, and they change all sorts of like beautiful colors, and they're just starting to come down now. Um, so collecting fallen leaves definitely yeah. fun. I'm I'm very into collecting leaves and sticks. I'm obviously here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my desk at work used to just like have sticks. There's like a season that sticks are really good. Yeah. And no, I, I would get just it. like I wait get for it. I have sticks. a bunch. I have piles of branches and rocks all over the yard. Yeah. It's like, these are my branch piles. We get firewood and rocks, we actually, well, we piles. get firewood because that's one of the things we use to like keep our house warm. Yeah. Um, and like, we will be like, oh, this is a really cool piece of Yeah, firewood. sometimes you get firewood and you're like, this is a dope firewood. I'm going to save this to like do We're something else with. This. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on top of my, like the chest that I keep all my tools on, I have like maybe 25 sticks in various <laughs> stages of hand carved, tool carved, like weird um, I've got one that uh, is like a root ball from um, a tree that we had at the old house. Yeah, that's just like this awesome root ball, and I'm like, I'm gonna do something with that. But like, I don't what we don't know. I don't know what or someday when. Yeah, yeah. Until then, it's just gonna be a really cool. Um, it's just gonna be a really cool. It's just stick. gonna be a bunch of cool sticks. Yeah. 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 You can also uh, make wine or visit a winery. My mom makes wine every year around this time, so like we go pick grapes and um, help her make wine. Um, you can go to some wineries and do like grape stomping. You can also get like wine making kits. Or oh, if you're yeah. not into wine, you can do mead also. There's Beer, you know, no reason that. that you can't do that. It's just wine making is kind of like particularly tied to this time of year. Um, especially if you live in an area where, um, you know, where there's a lot of wineries, which we live in uh, the wine country in California, it is a uh, crush season now. And it's a it's a big deal out here. It's a big deal. Uh, and there are several wineries that you can go and help make wine with them, either yeah. by paying to do grape stomping or by becoming a part of like their wine club. And then you can like help them like do stuff around the winery kind of like as a co-op. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Or like take a class, you know, do like a, a wine class or like a like a wine yeah. making lessons or any of that sort of stuff. You know, listen to an expert or any of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also forest bathe in a place that's known for its fall colors, uh, as the leaves are starting to turn, like, is that just, is that just getting pelted with leaves as they're falling off the trees? No, no, no. Forest bathing is, um, there's a Japanese term for it and I can't think of what it is. It's been highly popularized in America mm -hmm. over the last couple of years. And basically just go to the forest and just like be there. Like, don't be on your phone. Don't be like taking hella pictures and stuff. Just like yeah. appreciate the forest. Don't have a, an agenda about what to do there. Just go and just like hang, hang out, out. Yeah. soak it in. Yeah. You know, like imagine you like imagine how you would like sit on like a beach or something like that and just sort of like take it all in. You basically yeah. do that, but in the forest instead. Yeah. All right, yeah, it's like uh, Ben Franklin nighttime baths, you know, sky baths, but uh, clothed. 
Preferably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless you found a, a nude friendly forest. Yeah. To visit. Or unless you like. I guess own. that could be a thing. Yeah. Unless you own a forest. We own forests. So we own forests. We could do so that. we could do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can also buy fresh groceries from your farmers markets, at least before they close. Some farmers markets close as early as September 1st. And I'm just like, ow. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, that's crazy. We're only just starting our harvest of tomatoes here. What are you talking about? Yeah. So, yeah. Buy fresh groceries from your farmers market. Um, it's a great place to find stuff that you would not have necessarily thought about buying. Yeah, so yeah. it's a or, lot of fun. Uh, maybe pick up a uh, local CSA box. Yeah. Like if you've got one in your region, uh, so you can get some like uh, local, locally farmed uh, fruits and veg. That yeah. stuff's always sort of like random what you get in the box, which is nice because then you're forced to learn how to cook new things. Yeah. Um, and enjoy stuff that you yeah. otherwise might not. And we've been purchase. doing that this summer and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been it's been a ton of fun. It's been a very interesting yeah. deciding. Plus, how it's really forcing things. us to eat like a lot of fresh vegetables. Yes. You know, which yes. is which is super chill. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and if you are, if you do have a garden, you can also invite friends and family over to help you harvest the last of your garden. Yeah. Um, you know, or a fruit tree or something like that. Like a lot of people have um, fruit trees that are just like putting out tons of fruit right now. Yeah. And you're wondering what to do with your fruit. Invite friends and family over to come and help you pick it. Yeah. But don't just like give them a bucket and then like go sit in the house. Like go especially, and hang out. And especially do the thing together. if they've got young kids who are going to do all the picking up and the putting yeah. in the boxes and stuff like that. As a kid, I was definitely uh it was definitely one of those like oh we're going over to somebody's friend's house because because they have they've a, got a plum they've tree got, they've got a big tree that's like starting to make a mess in the backyard and they don't want to have to deal with that so we're gonna leave here with a trunk load of fresh you know crab apples or yeah. plums or you know some sort of nonsense like that Black yeah well berries. and then you get to have a bunch of fun trying to figure out how you're gonna oh, yeah. what you're gonna do with all this Pies, stuff and you and then you can preserve harvest foods whether or not you're harvesting or whether or not you're doing that with stuff that you've harvested um, or stuff that you've bought, yeah. but you can preserve the har harvest foods by canning or drying or freezing them. Um, maybe setting up meals for yourself for the winter time, yep. making things easy. Like one of the things that I did with the CSA boxes we've been getting over the summer is I've been uh, roasting and then freezing vegetables so that I have my own frozen vegetable mix. Yeah, yeah. essentially like winter. make your own like TV dinners, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's exactly what it is. If you have like a vacuum sealer, yeah. you know, you can use that, which will help stuff last longer, you yeah. know, and like meal prep stuff. Totally, totally. Yeah. You can also start a gratitude journal. Um, there's really, you know, like like we were saying, Thanksgiving and all that stuff. Um, it can be as personal as you want it to be, yeah. but this is a good time to it start It can be like that. a paper book journal. It can also just be an app. There's a bunch of good like like gratitude journal apps that have like, you know, they'll like remind you at this time of the day and this time of the evening that to fill out your journal. And, it, you know, it's got prompts that you can either set, like it comes with like default prompts or you can like set up your own prompts. Yeah. Um, you can also use those like, like the one that I use. Um, I modified one of the prompts specifically to store like daily, like tarot readings and stuff like yeah. that. So like you can kind of do all of that. You know, and they're, they're, there's a lot of free ones and there's a lot of inexpensive ones too. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, I just use a free one. Or you can skip the journal entirely and just start a gratitude practice. Yeah. You know, every day you do a little, uh, do a little sit something. down and, and think about gratitudes before you go to bed or, or wake or up when you first or wake when you're up brushing or your teeth or whatever, yeah, totally, you know, totally. make it your own. 
Uh, you can also prepare your home and or your yard for the winter. Um, think of it kind of like spring cleaning, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, pick up, that. pick up all your stuff and put it in the place so it'll be safe during the winter time. And so it doesn't get rained on yeah. or snowed on. on. Yeah. yeah, every time it rains out here, I always ask him if there's stuff that he needs to move. Inevitably, there's some tools sitting outside that I entirely forgot about. Yeah. So too many projects, too many projects, not enough yeah, time. Yeah, but it's a great time to clean the house and yeah. the yard, get it ready for winter and sort of just like get get in that space. Yeah, totally. Um, and you can also meditate on what balance means to you. Um, we've been mostly talking about Thanksgiving, but Mibon is also a time of balance. Equal day, equal nights. What does balance look like? to you. We recently did an episode that was talking about burnout and are you pushing yourself too hard? Are you feeling guilty about not doing enough? Like finding that balance. And I mean, when I say finding that balance, it's not like you're going to go, aha. Yeah. I found it. That's exactly it. I just need to do three red Don't worry, and two I've I've blue. It, guys. And that makes me yeah. totally feel balanced. It's not like that. It's something you're always working towards. Yeah. But you can certainly, you know, move towards that that idea of balance. Yeah. Um, let's see. You can also make apple cider, whether that's making just getting a thing of cider and then mulling it with mulling spices or whether that's getting some apples and, and turning it in cider the whole thing yeah yeah and that sort of all falls underneath the uh like wine making beer making mead making thing uh there's like like again we've said before you do like a pumpkin patch or like a corn maze or like if you have like a, if uh if your county does a harvest festival yeah you know you can attend a harvest festival um, we do like summertime festivals here, but there's there's a few there are festivals. actually far harvest yeah. festivals around. So there's like too. like you go to like harvest festival, um, or um, like kind of anything vaguely harvest related and outside. Yeah, you know, go for a hike. Yeah, uh, go visit a farm. You know, find like a visit visitable farm. You yeah. Know? If you got kids, take them to a petting zoo. Everybody loves petting zoos. Oh my gosh, as an adult, I love petting zoos. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Everybody loves everybody loves animals. So. Yeah, I want to play with all the cute animals. Yeah. All of them. Goats. Coolest animals. Um, yeah, Adorable. I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, you can also make or buy a grain sheaf art. So think of like a uh, like a sheaf of wheat, which is just like a like a handful of a few stalks of wheat. Yeah. Uh, as a plant, there is. Um, you know, it's something that we talk about with corn dollies a little bit, um, but you can also do art with these grain sheaves. Yeah. If you don't have a grain near you that you can do that with, you can oftentimes find grain sheaves for like decorative purposes um, as we approach Thanksgiving time at like the supermarket florist. So you check yeah. with the florist yeah. and you can usually or find that Or if you have like a craft you. store, I mean, like our local craft store kind of always has that stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, heck, even if you, if you, if for some reason you can't find the real stuff, there is always the like, the fake you know, like stuff. the fake stuff in yeah. the like floral department. You can of a also craft store. use something that is near you that is um, easier for you to get a hold of. Yeah. Like uh, my mom has lavender plants, so we often do harvest harvest type art with lavender yeah she, i made those i made those lavender stalks. wands yeah, you this made year these, like really cool wands um and if you sell the lavender plant that's easy you just 
pull some of it off of it. But you know, if you yeah. if you um, you know live near a field and there's a bunch of like grass growing there, you can use that too. The thing is not about finding a sheaf of grain. It's really about finding something that works for like you. In harvesting your something and then like creating something with intention around that. Yeah. 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 Um, you can also make a miniature feast for the Fae. So in keeping with that Thanksgiving idea and thinking of feasting, why not make a feast of tiny foods? Yeah, everybody loves to make food. Tiny foods, yeah. small cookies and small cakes and small meals, tiny like, tacos. It's like a big half pound cake. It says, happy birthday, Fae. Just leave it outside. I mean, you could do that too. That's how you get wolves that's, at your house. I don't know about wolves, don't but that's that. how you get something. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know how and... much meat I put in that cake. It's all wolves. <laughs> so, yeah. You could also weave a basket. Um, that's a thing that, like, I definitely did a as a kid. Is like that kind of like weaving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, weaving grass or baskets or or cornucopias or any of that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just absolute. I'm absolute garbage at it. Just just garbage. <laughs> yeah. Truly, truly garbage. I, mean, I can like decorate an already woven basket. Right. I'm mad good with a hot glue gun. But, um, you know, or ne needle and thread. But if you're asking me to follow like a specific pattern and you got to like count stitches. Listen, I'll make I'll crochet crochet the shit out of a scarf. Uh, but if you're asking me to make a hat, that hat is gonna be lumpy, like mad lumpy. It's gonna be so lumpy that hat, because um, I just I don't have the internal patience to like be like forty seven stitches this time. Next time forty nine stitches. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> Not at all. Zero percent. No, am I doing that shit? So yeah, but scarf. That's piece of cake. Yeah, I used to I used to crochet the shit out of huge fucking scarves, ridiculous scarves. Less work. Yeah. yeah so uh, weave a basket or crochet a scarf, I guess. Yeah, weave a basket, crochet a scarf. Um, you can also uh, donate to or volunteer at a charity. Speaking of Thanksgiving, yeah, um, that's kind of a way of. Um, Helping other people give thanks, but also giving thanks for what you have by helping those who have less. Mm -hmm. um, so those are, that's a, a list of things that you can do yeah. for Mabone. As for us, um, we usually celebrate by basically um, getting our getting our house and our yard ready for the winter. This is that like, got to get everything ready for the winter. Time to stack a bunch of firewood and, yeah, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. I mean, that's um, like the standard stuff that we do, like house maintenance stuff and like cleaning up the yard and like getting the firewood ready for the winter and like, you know, the light dog run and getting the chicken coop set up. And yeah. Like, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, But like pretty much everything on the list is stuff that like, we've done yeah yeah right? we also really use this time and so like every year depending on Halloween. the situation we kind of like choose the like block of things that work for yeah. us yeah like i mean like there were years when i was younger where i would like like every single year we'd go to the pumpkin patch yeah like all the time right um but like it's been it's been a while since i've done like the pumpkin patch corn maze yeah thing um but like, you know, something like making cider or mulled wine or something like that, we do that like fairly often. In fact, time. we talked about making some today. Yeah. Like I got a mad hankering for it just like <laughs> earlier today. But so like, yeah, it's kind of like choose what sort of like fits with you that you can kind of like fit into the time that you have left after all of the like regular like yard care maintenance, getting out your winter clothes. 
You know, mm-hmm. if like you're in a region that's like starting to already yeah. get wintry. Yeah. Like, if it's starting to cool Pull out some jackets. Down. It's starting to get cool out there. Putting away your summer clothes. Yeah. Getting yeah. your winter clothes out. Exactly. Decorating for Halloween. Um, starting to put together a list uh, for holiday presents yeah. is a thing that I also generally do about this time. And because, holiday crafts. Because I am a person who tries to do my gift shopping and making early. Um, I usually try to pick things up throughout the year. So like it could be June. I'll be like, oh my gosh, look at this thing. This will be perfect for whoever for Christmas. Um, because even though we are pagans, we do still celebrate Christmas. It's mostly a capitalist holiday. Yeah. Um, as opposed to a secular yeah. holiday for yeah. us. Well, uh, well, yeah, well, we yeah, we, ce- but we, we celebrate, also celebrate Yule. We celebrate spring. We also Yule. celebrate Hanukkah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, we all we we, we celebrate all of them. We celebrate all of them. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's a, another thing that you can do. So we really look at we really look at Mabone as a preparatory time. Sure. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 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 Yeah. So um, we have a, a simple Mabone ritual for uh, for you guys that you can use. Um, it is like most of our other 102 rituals. It is a pretty simple one. So yeah, it's sort of like openly non-denominational and just sort of like uh sort of dialed into a specific theme of the season. Yes. Yes. Uh, and that theme for this particular episode and also for this ritual is thankfulness. So um, for all of these rituals, we always recommend um, to do any other magical things that you want, any other magical items you prefer to have, uh, but definitely something to drink and a small snack. Um, doing doing ritual work, doing magical work does take some out of you and yep. you want to make sure that you're replenishing that and that you're you know also perhaps leaving a bit of an offering if you yeah. can. And everybody loves snacks. Exactly. Why not? Why not plan some snacks for like a dope ritual? Yeah. Yeah. Like some there are some times that I do it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to choose this snack food for earth and I'm going to choose this one for air and this one for fire and this one for water. Like and then we and then we take a bite of like eight things because I got sometimes you just want some goldfish. You know, we we got different different strokes for different folks. Yeah, yeah, the last time I did something, I was just like, the only thing that I have that I feel like eating right now are these like gummy stars that I got from the truck stop. And uh, so I just had those. Uh, (laughs) They're really good. Uh, Anyway, so aside from any magical stuff and like your little snack, um, you're going to want to have at least one fallen leaf and a writing instrument. and so what you'll do first is you'll cast the circle, you'll clear your mind, and then you'll say, as the wheel of the year turns and my bone moves us through this harvest season, I celebrate my gratefulness for the abundance it brings. Then you'll light the earth candle and say, spirits of earth, I'm thankful for the wealth that you bring me. Next, you'll light the air candle and say, spirits of air, I am thankful for the inspiration you bring me. Next, you'll light the fire candle and say, spirits of fire, I am thankful for the passion you bring me. Light the water candle and say, spirits of water, I am thankful for the peace you bring me. And lastly, you'll light the spirit candle and say, spirits of my ancestors, I am thankful for the love you bring me. And once you've done that, meditate on the things that you are thankful for, for however long you feel is appropriate. Once you're ready, take your writing instrument and write what you're thankful for on the leaf. Some people 
may want to write more than one thing, and that's great. You may want to have multiple leaves to write things on, and that's great too. It's really up to you, uh, however you want to do that. And once you have written down the things that you're thankful for, uh, say, in this harvest season, I count my blessings as one counts grain and give thanks for all I've reaped. Let this be a symbol of my gratefulness and a reminder of my good harvest this year. And now you can display the leaf on your altar or sacred space where you can be reminded of its symbolism often. Yeah. Once you're done with this, make sure to have your small snack and to have your drink. And if you can, if you're in a place where you're able to do that, go ahead and leave some of that as an offering. Yeah. Uh, nice and uh, simple Mabon ritual. A uh, few pointers. I would, I would say uh, test your writing instrument on a leaf. Get a test leaf just in case. Yeah. Uh, if you're using a Sharpie on a leaf, Sharpies bleed through stuff mad easy. Yeah. Um, I have legitimately ruined pieces of fabric by yeah. writing on a leaf with a Sharpie yeah. and it just bled one hundo pasundo through that leaf. I actually so, recommend... So, like, I've actually done that before. <laughs> I actually recommend uh, crayons or pastels oh, yeah. to write on a yeah. leaf. Yeah. Over like a Sharpie if you have it available. But like a colored pencil, if it's like a like a softer colored pencil or like a charcoal. You know, if you've got like one yeah. of them charcoal pencils, charcoal pencil, like, you know, the ones that use the string. Yeah. Right. One of them string charcoal pencils, because that's like a really, really soft, like yeah. smudgy charcoal. That is mad perfect for writing on leaves. Yeah. Acrylic paint even. Oh, yeah. If you can, yeah. if you can paint that good. Good for you. Yeah. However, <laughs> however you want to do it. Definitely a great idea to test out that writing instrument yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, you're not, you're not, you don't want to like, like be that far into the ritual and be like, oh, oh, I can't. It doesn't apply. Any. And then you've got to like get up. Turn the light find on, some stuff. find yeah. something, you don't need to do that. and then you Test have to leaves. get back and then be like, okay. Yeah. Test. <sighs> yeah. You know? uh, it's always hard to like bring that concentration back for yeah. me once it's been broken, uh, particularly by a silly mundane thing such as that. Yeah. But I'm also a very preparatory person when it comes to spells and magic. I like, I, I very much just like, throw like throw like some intention at something and like say a few like words and then it's good or just like think about something but i but when it comes to like certain things i'm very preparatory i will look up all the correspondences i will make a list i will whittle that list down i will write that list down again and then i'm like okay now i'm gonna do that and then i like take my time gathering all the ingredients very specific numbers of things or amounts of things and then i assemble them all pretty like a charcuterie board of magical items and then i like have have my have my snack and then have my drink and then i'm gonna do the candles and i do the whole thing yeah like yeah. i very much am that so, person sometimes too. i'm that person sometimes very ritual oriented and organized yeah. sometimes uh it's one o'clock in the morning and i was just like oh i've got this great idea yeah ritual uh, so, and then you're not prepared at all and you're just kind of winging it with what yeah. you got. And you're just like, I guess this is what I'm doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's like a nice, a nice quick Mabon ritual. Yep. Um, and then you can keep that leaf for, uh, you know, however long you want to be reminded for it until the next time you redecorate your, your, uh, yep. altar space or what have you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. If you don't have leaves. You can always get like an acorn right on an acorn. 
Yeah, you, know, you like could. Fallen acorn you could also, you know, write go. on one of them dry corns. Just <laughs> every little kernel got a different word on it. That's very silly. Yeah. Uh, you can also buy fake leaves if you want to, and and do it with a oh, fake yeah. leaf too. Yeah. That would be that would actually yeah. super work. If you can't make your own, store bought is fine. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, uh, whether that's uh, like a waxed or glycerin leaf or just like a fake fabric leaf, you know, yeah. or even a piece of paper. It's really up to you. Whatever you have, make it easy on you. Yeah. It's only as complicated as you need it to be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, right into correspondences. Yep. Time for more lists, lists of things. Nice. So um, these are all correspondences associated with Mambon. And we have these on our Book of Shadow pages in full. I only read a brief list of these things. A portion. A portion a of portion the list. A portion of the list. Yeah. <laughs> for uh, these episodes. Otherwise, we'd be here for a very long time. So uh, animals associated with uh, Mibone would be blackbirds and geese, owl, stags, um, although all deer kind of work, and wolves. Yeah. Colors, brown, orange, red, you know, kind of all the colors of the, like, fall season. Uh, stones, uh, amethyst, citron, jasper, yellow agate are great for this. Uh, for plants... Uh, gourds and hay, mugwort, sage, sunflower, and really any vining plant are good for uh, mibon. Uh, as for foods, uh, ale, <laughs> apples, berries, grapes, jams and jellies, of course, oats, pomegranates, pumpkins, and any seasonal food, really. Uh, deities um, are would be... Uh, Demeter, Dionysus, Freya, and Freyr, uh, Mebon, the Maenads, uh, I know they're not deities, but it's close enough, uh, Persephone, Thor, Thoth, and the Triple Goddess are all associated with this particular time of year. Uh, and as for other like symbols and themes, um, you know, completing projects, honoring the dead, abundance, reflection, um, all of those are, are, are really uh, great for this particular holiday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be our uh, partial list of correspondences for all the correspondences. You can uh, check that out as well as a uh, written out version of the ritual and like like the whole all the information on one of our Book of Shadows pages, uh, which are available on our Patreon. Uh, speaking of that. I'd like to thank our patrons, Alan, Miranda, Helena, Alexa, and Adrian. You guys are awesome. And you uh, keep us doing what we're doing. Thank you very much. Yeah. And we um, really appreciate the support that you guys have been giving us through this spring and summer. It yeah. has been a difficult one for us. It we, have not made that, <laughs> we have not made that. We have not made that a so surprise. Um, and uh, we are we are really thankful to you. Yeah. yeah you uh, for are the helping you us out. The best. Uh, so next up, our next episode is going to be a uh, pub chat. So that'll be Pub Chat episode number 11. So, uh, you know, send us some questions. If you have any questions, you can hit us up on social media. Um, I'm at NerdJive everywhere, and she's at Goddess Jewels everywhere, and the links are in the things. Um, or if uh, you are listening to just this on Just Like Your Podcast Network, go to nerdjive.com, and uh, we've got all of our social media links there, as well as a um, like an email form for so many questions or like, you know, whatever uh, there. And then our next full-length episode will be episode number 45 on Teseomancy, which is how to read tea leaves. So that sounds awesome. 
Yeah, we were going to have that one sooner, but we had to rearrange things because otherwise this Midbone episode would have come out after Midbone yeah. and as it is, we're getting in under the wire. Yeah. So I'm very excited to talk about tea leaf reading. It is a magical practice that I do very often um, and I thoroughly enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. I really like tea. <laughs> we have a lot of tea. We a drink lot. a lot of tea. A lot. So, There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's so much that it lives in several places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We go through a lot of tea. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to get to that episode. Yeah, that's going to be super awesome. Yeah. That's going to be super awesome. So, uh, either way, I have been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This has been The Horn. And Cauldron Podcast. Podcast. And uh, we will catch you guys next time. Um, stay magical, folks. Yeah. And don't forget... Breathe in self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt. Mm -hmm.